Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Agnes Drew, and it's day 871 since we came back on the air. What's the news, Agnes? We're hoping to keep getting letters delivered from or Scouts for another day or two before the group moves out of range. As we've been reporting for a while now, the group sends scouts in all directions at a range of a few miles. So as long as they're that close, we'll get any messages that get passed to them. But once they're gone, then the mail will probably dry up again for a while. I miss Anna so much. I hope there's a message from her out there somewhere that will let us know she's okay. Me too. But for today, we have a letter that's honestly a little mysterious, a little troubling, but also has a bit of a hopeful note, all in one little letter. So without further ado, Agnes, would you do the honors? Sure. But before we get into it, listeners, this letter is dated November 12th. I'm sure the people who wrote it have long since left the area. It's still interesting, though. Here we go. Dear Mercury Team, My name is Pedro, and we've been traveling up from Utah for the last several months. Although I say we, most of my original group has either been taken down by zombies or scattered in other ways. Some stayed with communities, some got mad and stormed off, and we don't know where they went. There were several of us in the beginning, but now it's just me and the kid. The kid wasn't part of the group originally. We found him out by the side of the road, not quite old enough to take care of himself, maybe 10 or 12. Even he says he doesn't remember anymore. He never talks about what happened to his parents either. I'm thinking something really traumatic to make him block that much memory. That was two years ago a few months into the outbreak, so we guess he's around 15 or so now, and he's improved a lot in that time. Like I said, not quite old enough to take care of himself. So when we came across him, he was a little green around the gills and looking about as awkward as anybody ever did in their teenage years, with these big ears and a flat nose. There was actually a big fight in the group about whether we should bring him with us. He looked like dead weight to a lot of folks. But a few of us insisted, so we brought him with us, and holy cow, was that ever a great decision. The kids got this amazing sense of direction. I've never seen anything like it. Whenever we get to a place where we're not sure which way to go, whether it's a fork in the road or anything like that, he just looks around for a few minutes and then eventually points and says, this is the way. Every time we've listened to him, we got to a place with some great opportunity. Supplies, people to trade with, other good stuff. Whenever we've ignored him, well, let's just say it didn't work out the way we wanted it to. Now that it's just the two of us, I always listen to him. But not everybody could have that kind of faith, you know? That's one of the reasons why it's just the two of us now. There was a big fight one night about which way we should go. No sense in going into all the details, but the kids said left, and some people in the group said right, and nobody was going to tell them any differently. It wasn't helped by the fact that we had some wine back then, and they drank it up and started talking. We tried to talk sense into them, but they had more important things to say. In the end, I think they were just tired. Kept going on about finding a place where they could enjoy slacking off in the summer. Anyway, they made up their minds and started packing right then and there. Me and the kid went to bed, figuring they'd still be there in the morning and we could talk about it some more. But they left before the sun came up. 
The kid got up before I did and couldn't find them. He was really sad about it. He just kept saying, where are they going without ever knowing the way? Me, I miss him, but they made their decision. The kid says he dreams about them. Says he can see their shadows wandering off somewhere, happier on the highway. They won't make it back home, but he says they don't care. The road they're walking on is paved in gold. It's always summer. They'll never get hungry or grow old. I think we all know what that means. Guess I better wrap this up for now. You all take care. We've heard a few of your broadcasts, and they're good stuff, but we've got to be moving on. The kid says that this is the way. Sincerely, Pedro. I'm honestly not sure what to make of this letter, but it was definitely interesting, right, Agnes? Sure was, but I'll be honest, I'm hoping for a better letter tomorrow. This one was weird, and I'm not sure how much of it was real. Felt a little forced. I know what you mean. Okay, so until tomorrow, listeners, this has been Max O'Brien and Agnes Drew for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Take care of each other.